from the KISS 92.5 studios in Toronto, Canada. Are you this is Roz yes. and Mocha. It's Roz and Mocha. What's going on? Hey guys, this is Bruno Mars. This is Selena Gomez. The Chainsmokers. Lady Gaga. Calvin Harris. Celestia Carr. You're listening to my boys Roz and Mocha. Roz and Mocha. My boys Roz and Mocha. The Roz and Mocha Show. Uh, between Roz and Mocha, who is your favorite? Roz. Mocha. Roz. Roz. You guys are so funny, man. Congratulations, Lisa! Wow! You just won $1,000. That is amazing. Y'all just made my entire morning. Keep it up. You guys are awesome, man. This is the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast news intro. Mm-hmm. Hey, Mocha. Yeah. You ready? Nope. Oh. Just kidding, yes. Oh, <laughs> Let's do the news! The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. News break. Uh, Martha Stewart tells Page Six that she never wears underpants. Nice <laughs> <Is that laughs> show. Half my week, yeah, half, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. Half my week, I don't wear underpants. Okay. Hey, man, it's not about you. It's not about Martha. I'm just trying to relate, man. Don't ruin, man. Just trying to relate. Uh, saying she only wears uh, swimsuits underneath her clothes. She says, I like bathing huh? suits. I like wearing bathing suits under my clothes just in case I want to go swimming. Wow. That is a life right there. Yeah. She goes, When uh, you're ba- in a moment every single day where it's like a just in case you're going to go swimming? Oh, bro. She goes, uh, bathing suits are my underwear. I don't wear any of that structured stuff. No tight lace, no skims for Martha, but I do love skims, she says. I think they serve a really great purpose, uh, but I don't wear those. I only wear bathing suits under my clothes. Hey. Is she a two-piece she, or a one? Uh, probably a one. A one, yeah, 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 right? Yeah. Oh, no, maybe no, if you're wearing we'll, it as underpants, though. Maybe maybe you go two-piece. Huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. when she was on um, Sports Illustrated... Last year, two piece. years ago, it was a one piece, right? Yeah. Shem, let me shem. Of course. Hold on, let me pull up my phone. I don't have here. it or anything like that. Shem's, <laughs> Shem's got to lift up his sleeve to see the tattoo. <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely a one piece. <laughs> and it was actually, yeah, a one. A one. <clears throat> Love Martha Stewart. Me too. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, awards shows over the weekend as we get closer and closer to the Academy Awards. It seems like there's a lot of award shows this year. Oh my Sag, God. Th- those were on um, Netflix on Saturday. Yeah, was what was time, it? Was, yeah. was it the SAG Awards that were uh-huh. on Netflix right, more? Yeah, streaming yeah. live on Saturday night, which is a good day for an award show. Did you watch? The whole thing. Yeah, I used to love the SAG Awards doing covering them. They were always the f- super fun, man. Because it's just all stars, right? Like yeah. there's there's no other award that does not go to like somebody who's an actor. Like it's really great. Uh, so the SAG Awards, uh, this was a great speech. Uh, Pedro Pascal winning uh, best male lead in a TV show for The Last of Us. This is uh, this is this is wrong for a number of reasons. Um, I'm a little drunk. Oh. Uh, I thought I could get drunk. And uh, uh, thank you. HBO? Oh, my God, dude. Uh, uh, oh, jeez, Louise. Um, I'm making a fool of myself. <laughs> yeah, you are. But thank you so much for this. <laughs> you go, Mando. Um, I've been in the union uh, since 1999, so this is an incredible <laughs> honor. We're on Netflix. And um, uh, 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 to the nominees, all of you, I can't remember any of your names right now. Oh, no. Um, Franklin and Sue, you're with me here tonight. My family is maybe watching. I'm not sure. Is he crying? I'm going to have a panic attack and I'm going to leave. 
Was it quiet? <laughs> that was it. I just like, think he got overwhelmed. Um, you think you're cool, right? Like you're you're Mandalorian and yeah. you're the guy in The Last of Us. You just got announced for Marvel, bro. You Fantastic Four. Thank you, thank you. And then you go up in front of everyone and you drop Jeez Louise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's also a dig at Kieran Culkin when he said he couldn't remember any of the other right yeah, 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 yeah. Fool. yeah. Uh, I thought I could on. get drunk and uh, uh, thank you HBO like trumbling <laughs> uh, uh, geez Louise <laughs> here actually you know what play it's, it's interesting Maury just brought up the Kieran Culkin thing we, there's, a, there's a clip for, uh, from him backstage right after he won that where he doesn't sound nearly as drunk, but they have had this thing. He and Kieran Culkin have had this thing going on for all throughout awards season. Where remember he said he, he um, hurt his arm because he was beating the hell out of Kieran Culkin. Oh and yeah, like, yeah. They've just had this thing back and this forth going rivalry. on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So where did it actually start? Did you know him before all of this? I did. I did know him. Um, he is the greatest. I right. can remember years and years ago it's actually him yeah. uh, taking one of my younger siblings to a FAO Schwartz in Manhattan and I was doing a play at second stage. I bet you had no idea I would tell you a long-winded story about my past. But he came up to me and complimented me on the play. He was already famous having wow. been a lead in a movie called Igby Goes Down and oh, yeah. he approached me in public just to tell me that he doesn't remember this at all. I remember this. And so we've known each other since then. Wow. And um, it's been amazing to see him in that show to the point of which I, 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 I even feel um, uh, guilty about not seeing his speech tonight. But um, well, you it'll give, be fine. You're busy giving yours. Yeah, I got to give, gotta, gotta give things a, a small amount of balance. Are <clears throat> you happy with your speech tonight? I don't remember what I said. I just was very surprised. Oh, well, the internet remembers, bro. So, they, exactly. So, they've had a sort of long history okay. of they, uh, they get along and all that other stuff. Also, cool thing about uh, it being on geez, Netflix. What's that, what's that, Maury? Cool what? thing about it being on Netflix is everyone was swearing. Oh, really? Oh, huh? Amazing. Yeah. It's amazing. Like, you would think that they wouldn't, even though that you tell them that they could. Yeah. Right? You'd think that maybe they wouldn't. Because it's still an awards show. Oh, I and would. you would? Yes. Yeah, really? On Netflix? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh, yes. But you're still in the room though. Like you're still at the mic getting an award. Like you're you, I don't know if your instincts would just be to like swear like a lot. Oh, no? yeah, for sure. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. All right then. Don't put the show on Netflix. No, guys. no, 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 no. I don't I wouldn't be comfortable with you swearing. No. Nope. If we were allowed to swear, I would tell you to not. Well, guess what? I wouldn't effing listen. <laughs> That's exactly what you would get. You wouldn't do it. Your mom listens. Yeah, you so would what? not. There's so no what? way. So what? what are you going to do There is it? no. If we put this show, if this show was on Netflix, and they were yeah. like, guys, you could say anything, anything. you want. Oh, anything you I'd want. I'd say all the words. No, you would all not. All of them. Guaranteed every single one of them. Yeah. you would not. Every single one of them. Nope. Nope. There's, there's. Okay, then let's do something right now. Okay, let's record something. We'll, we'll, we'll play a song right now. We'll record something on my phone, right? Yeah. And then we'll send it to your mom. Her phone is actually broken. Bro, oh, okay. <laughs> it's at the store getting fixed. Oh, at the store? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. We'll use mine then. No problem. It's no problem. Same yeah. with my dad's. Yeah. Oh, oh, and your dad's. Yeah, they both yeah. dropped their phones at the exact same time. Well, let's just, what if I, well, let's just go over to their place after. We'll have some breakfast and they're some not profanity. Home. They're on vacation. Oh, they're on vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Without a phone. Okay, oh cool. Okay, I got you. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast.
Uh, back to the award show. The 30th annual Screen Actors Guild happened over the weekend, as did the um, Spirit Awards, the 2024 Independent Spirit Awards. Hmm. Uh, Aidy Bryant from SNL. Oh, I like her. Yeah, she's great. Hey, did you get a chance to see the Jenny Slate comedy um, stand-up? That's on, on uh, it's on Prime, I think. Oh, it's on, Prime. It's on okay. Prime. It's really good. Another SNL castmate. Yeah, and I, you know, I've never seen Jenny Slate do stand-up before, but her act is really good. Like, she's bonkers, mm-hmm. right? Like, the way that she tells stories, and she uses a lot of words. Like, there is, like, she packs so much into this special, but she tells such great stories. Really? Yeah, oh, just about getting diarrhea when she was 13 at a school band trip. And she's oh, like, worst. like, all her pregnancy stuff is so good. Yeah. Like, it's so, it's really good. Like if you're, because I, I listen to stand up when I'm at the gym, and uh, uh, the Jenny Slate one is really. I've never thought about Jenny Slate as like a stand up before because mm. I only know her from like just skits, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's really good. Okay, yeah, it's really really good. Uh, so this is uh, um, uh, Aidy Bryant uh, at the Spirit Awards deciding to uh, roast the audience. First time hosting an award show. I did want to try some of the classics, you know, like roasting some of the celebrities in the crowd. Uh oh, you getting scared? I know who's first. Who's first? Oh, let's see, from May, December, Natalie Portman is here. Hey, Natalie, you stupid bitch. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Oh my I, I, know, I think I'm supposed to try and make it clever. Um, uh, I'm gonna... Oh, wow, Sterling K. Brown, more like stupid K. Bitch. Um, and, and Charles Melton, everyone wants to have sex with you, you stupid bitch. Oh, wow. Um, and let's see, Greta Lee is here. Greta from Past Lives. Hi, Greta. Greta, you are a slob and a slut and a stupid bitch. Oh my god. Okay. I'm I'm sorry. I'm not a good roaster. I just know though, if you're feeling scared, that I only did that to people that I've met or I know or I want to have sex with. <laughs> Pretty funny. Pretty funny. Pretty funny. So good. Uh, Okay, do you have a clip over there that I want to play from another awards show? Which one was this on now? I think that this might have been the SAG Awards. It's the Billie Eilish um, clip with uh, Melissa McCarthy, which is really uh, great because everybody's such a Billie Eilish fan, and Melissa McCarthy just goes, like, over the top with it. Are they on stage together? They're on stage. Yeah, I, I don't know whether they were presenting something or accepting something, whatever, whatever. They were presenting something, but it's uh, and it's always awesome. Like the thing that I love about it, you know, if you do love anything about award shows, it's the pairings of particular individuals, sure. right? Because that's going to make or break an awards show. And Melissa McCarthy with anybody is going to be awesome, but this is Melissa McCarthy with Billie Eilish. Fun fact, I also met you originally in utero because your mom was my first improv teacher. And guess who she was pregnant with? It was you. It was you. Okay. It's true. It's true. Wow. That's a lot. It's a lot. Thank you. Thank you. Whole bunch. Mm -hmm. Would you mind signing my dress? No. I don't want to ruin it, you know? Oh, oh my God. Thank you for liking my choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, will you sign my face? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. I thought thought you were going to be like, I don't want to ruin your pretty face. All right, so. And did she sign her yes. face? So when you and, when you and Phineas are putting down like sick tracks and like hot hot beats. Or, mm-hmm. 
<laughs> she signed her forehead? <laughs> Billie Eilish signed <laughs> Melissa McCarthy's forehead. Yeah, yeah, those two are great together. They should Sharpie? be a movie together. Uh, I don't know what it was. Was it Sharpie morning? Sharpie, yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, down to the uh, Florida Man games. We had heard about these uh, a little while ago, which is the, whenever you look up headlines for Florida, it's always Florida Man, Florida Man, yeah. Florida Man, because they have a public records thing down there where everything is public record. So that's why crazy stuff happens everywhere. You just never hear about it. But because in Florida, everything is public record. That's why you get all these crazy things. But the Florida Man games is what they decided to do. One of the events that I saw was... Uh, um, you had to steal a bicycle while on a bicycle. So you had to ride a bicycle around cones yeah. while holding on to the handlebars of another bicycle beside you. And we all know how difficult oh, that can be. so tough. It's so tough. But again, it's the Florida Man Games. Drinking beer, having fun with our friends, and then jousting somebody. Wild, messy, and hilarious. Alligators, nudity, and drugs. We couldn't get nudity and we couldn't get drugs. But we definitely got alligators out there, for sure. Man, honestly, because I love God and I love America, and I'm here to be a Florida man. Oh, my God. That is so USA, USA. Right? Because I love God and I love America. Um, but yeah, it was, a, it was a wild success. Wow. Like a Did huge success. How many people success. Uh, competed? I, I don't know how many. Oh, like um, in the on. hundreds? Um, like in the actually thousands. competed? Hold on here. Let me see if I can find this yeah. out for you. In the thousands? I'm going to say hundreds. Uh, I'm going to say in the... Hundreds compete is what they said. Okay, hundreds. Yeah, yeah. Hundreds compete, and they have. I'm say like two something, and everything sort of looks homemade. Like they had them, you know, like you know, with like a pugil stick, like American gladiators. Uh-huh. Like it looks like a giant Q-tip, right? Only it, it's all homemade looking, where the ends are wrapped in duct tape. Like everything about the Florida Man Games just looks super so the homemade. Florida, do they make like? They made them and brought them to, no, like, you have to bring I, your own props? No, I think the organizers, uh, oh. I think the organizers actually put the props together. But, like, you got to push a, um, uh, like, a truck trailer with your, like, with your hand. Like, you're, oh, you know, yeah. it's just, it's it's stuff like that. Wrestling in, in, in mud, um, <laughs> that kind of thing, right? Like, it's fine. It's so fine. Florida. Yeah, it's fine. It's sort of gross. Do you want to go next year? Yeah, I'd win. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. This is interesting. Al Pacino and uh, Noor Alfala, they were seen going out to dinner together for the first time since settling their custody battle. If you remember, they had a kid, mm-hmm. and then there was this custody battle. Al Pacino, by the way, 83 years old. Noor, 30. Okay. She drove, by the way. Of course she did. <laughs> That's like the third line in the articles that, that she, she drove. She, she was in the past. She was in the driver's seat, is what they said. Um, and so they they had their son Roman in June, and then they went through this whole custody thing, and they were ordered to share joint legal custody, but she was going to have primary physical custody, and then Al was also ordered to pay her thirty thousand dollars a month in child support, and the judge also ordered Al to pay her one hundred ten thousand dollars upfront, and then thirteen thousand dollars, I think, a month for a night nurse. And then to cover any medical bills, he also has to pay. And then he's also going to have to make annual contributions of $15,000 into an education fund for the kid. But here's the wild thing. They're still together. Wait, I thought they split. No. What? 
They didn't split? No, they're apparently still together. This was just like a date night for a couple after having gone through all of that. Apparently, they're still together. That's so weird. <laughs> right? This is the weirdest thing ever. Oh, well, shout out to Young Love, man. Right. Who said love doesn't exist? Yeah, yeah. Hashtag secured. <laughs> yeah, secured the bag. <laughs> DJ Khaled would be proud. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Shane Gillis, uh, there was a lot leading up to Shane Gillis's uh, appearance on Saturday Night Live. So Shane Gillis was cast as uh, uh, like a, a, an actual cast member on Saturday Night Live uh, a few years ago and then was fired even before he did his first show. And it was because of uh, comments he made on one of his podcasts where he was making uh, offensive uh, jokes and mocking the Chinese accent and uh, homophobic stuff. Uh, but he's huge now and he's got a massive audience and he's doing Netflix specials and he's almost too big to turn down for SNL. And so they had him uh, They had him come out. So here's a little bit of uh, his opening monologue. Thank you very much. Uh, it's, uh, yeah, I'm here. I, uh, <laughs> most of you probably have no idea who I am. Uh, I was actually, I was fired from this show uh, a while ago, but if, you know, don't look that up, please. If you don't know who I am, please don't Google that. It's fine. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> I, uh, I don't know. I, this is, I, sh- I probably shouldn't be up here, honestly. I should be home. I should be, I should be a high school football coach. That's what I should be. Like, God molded me perfectly to be a high school football coach slash ninth grade sex education teacher. (laughs) Right, so he sort of dialed in on that. The band behind him was just not laughing at all. It was really sort of, like, tough to to watch. Mm. Um, I'm sorry, guys. He's not funny. He's not... No? Not funny for you? Not for me. No? Okay. Uh, Let's go. What about a Down syndrome joke? Oh, hold on. What? Okay, so he does this in his act. And when you read the headlines, you're like, oh, my God. But he has, I think, multiple family members who have Down syndrome. And when he does his Down syndrome jokes, they're actually very sort of Down syndrome positive and uplifting. Okay. Although, because he is who he is, like, here, just uh, play number two. Okay. Anyway, my whole family's here, so I'll talk about them instead of anything else. Uh... (laughs) Talk about my family. I'll tell you this. I don't know if you guys, uh, if you can tell by looking at me, but I do have family members with Down syndrome. <laughs> it oh almost my God. got me. I, I dodged it, but it nicked me. It nicked me. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny. Oh my God, what? Look, I don't have any material that can be on TV, all right? <laughs> I'm trying my best. Also, this place is extremely well lit. I can see everyone not enjoying it. <laughs> oh, yeah, that would be me. Uh, you know, just the most nervous I've ever been. Don't clap now. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, bro. Okay, then go to uh, go to clip number three. We'll uh, we'll end Shane Gillis's uh, opening monologue with this one. My mom asked me this a lot, and it's kind of an intense question. My mom asked me, she's like, "When did we stop being best friends?" And she's right. We used to be best friends. You remember that when you were a little boy and you like you loved your mom and you thought she was the cool. You remember when you were gay? You remember when you were just a gay little boy? Every little boy is just their mom's gay best friend. There's literally zero difference. I was gay for my mom. She would pick me up from school. I'd hop in the van. I'd be like, girl, tell me about your day. I thought she was cool. I would listen to her music. I'd be like, bam, 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 bam. Let's go, girls. I would dance for her. 
But uh, my mom asked me when we stopped being best friends, and I don't, I don't have the heart to tell her because, like most men, I know exactly when me and my mom stopped being friends. It was, uh, it was the first time I. <laughs> Because before, <laughs> before that, you're like, oh, where's my mom? I love my mom. She's so cool. You're like, when's that going to leave the house? <laughs> I have so much business to attend to. <laughs> I don't know. Anyway. He's not. No, not for you. Not for me. No. Who do you like as far as stand-up goes? Anyone As- aside from like the Chappelle's and stuff like that. Like, is there oh, anybody? Well. Is there anybody in that world? Like I said earlier, the Jenny Slate stand-up special yeah. is. I'll watch so that. Good, I'm dude. very interested in that. Uh, watch it with your wife too, because oh, she does so much about having a kid. Like, yeah. it, it, Jenna will die. Yeah, like, I like die, Jenny Slate. I'll watch die, her. Die. Sure. Yeah, her special is really good. But who else do you watch? Do you watch I mean, a lot of like comedy the, specials? Like the usuals, right? Like I, Dave Chappelle, Chris Rock, Kevin Hart. Yeah. But right? like not those guys though, not not like the, the like, legends. Oh, but like, like uh, Sebastian Maniscalco. That guy's fun. That guy, yeah. I love it. Did you watch that movie with him and uh, De Niro? Everybody hated it. I thought it was great. I, I liked yeah, it. Yeah, everybody hated I enjoyed that movie. It. Yeah, I, thought, was so I saw good. nothing. I saw nothing wrong with it. I like it. Bill Burr. Yeah, Bill Burr is funny. Bill Burr is funny. Yeah, yeah. Maury, did you uh, did you watch Shane Gillis? It was oh god, it was so bad. The skits were funny though. Did you like skits any of the were skits? Funny. Skits. He was great in the skits. Yeah, yeah. Jamaican Church was real funny. That, that was, was very funny, funny. That was a funny <laughs> skit. Oh, do they do the accent? What's that? Did they do the accent? No, but they they're a white family who goes on vacation and uh-huh. they're like, listen. You know, when we go to when we go to Italy on vacation, we go to mass on Sunday. You know, what's going to stop us from doing that? You know, in Jamaica, uh-huh. and so they walk into a Jamaican church on Sunday, hey, and then just <laughs> <laughs> it was a good the the Green Bay Packers one was real good. That was a funny skit. I'll tell you about it off the radio because I can't say what the skit was <laughs> oh, about on no. the radio. Yeah, is it okay? <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Jennifer Lopez and Ben Affleck going into detail about what sort of broke them up in 2003 right before their wedding. Because if you remember, they were three days away from their big wedding in 2003 when they called it off. And uh, here is... uh, Can I guess? I don't know what this clip is. Yeah, sure. Did Ben screw it up? No, I don't think... I, I mean, they don't put blame on either of them, although they both apologize to each other in the documentary. Well, sorry. Ben says, um, I'm, I'm hoping you can forgive me. And then then, then Jennifer says, yes. And I also need to start forgiving myself. So she never said, and I hope you can forgive me too. (laughs) Right. What I did wasn't as bad as what you did. It's very telling. It's very, Uh it's a sweet moment. But when you actually start listening to the words, you're like, "Uh uh-huh. Okay. So anyway, this is uh, Bennifer. We bought a Bentley and drove around town with it. You know, it's like, yeah, take pictures of us. It wasn't that. We just, we were just like celebrating our lives and our love. I had a very firm sense of boundaries initially around like the press. While Jen, I don't think objected to it in the, in the way I did. I very much did object to it. Ben and I, we broke up three days before our wedding. And we had like a big wedding plan, like 14 ushers and bridesmaids. And three days before, we just crumbled under the pressure. When Shen and I broke up for the catalyst for that was this massive amount of scrutiny around our private life. Getting back together, I said, listen, one of the things I don't want is a relationship on social media. And then I sort of realized it's not a fair thing to ask. It's sort of like, you know, you're going to marry a boat captain and you go, why don't I like the water, you know? 
we're just two people with kind of different approaches trying to learn to compromise. There you go. Did you learn anything? She wants to be on social. He doesn't. <laughs> Basically. Right? Yeah. But that didn't exist back then, though, no. right? But so now, no now, he's always so miserable. And then they have all sorts of footage in the documentary of, like, Jen's, like, doing stuff, and he's standing there filming it, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> he's, he's that guy. Yeah. Babe, film this real quick. I know. I know. Don't you have people for this? My God. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Uh, it is uh, when Ryan Gosling did his cover story for Variety, they had asked him in the story if he planned on singing I'm Just Ken live at the Oscars. And at, at the time when the article came out, he had said they haven't even asked him to sing I'm Just Ken at the Oscars. And then they got a hold of Mark Ronson and they said, uh, the reporter asked, you know, if Ryan Gosling doesn't want to do it, would you ever do the song? Because it's nominated mm -hmm. uh, with another singer. And he said, no, if, if Ryan doesn't want to do it, we're not going to do it. But now today it is 100% confirmed, uh, according to Variety, that Ryan Gosling will, in fact, perform live at the Academy Awards. I'm just Ken. Now, do you think any of the other Kens will make an appearance or is this oh. just going to be or is this just going to be Ryan? Like, will he invite the other Kens from the movie to make a cameo on stage with him? Do they sing in the song? Uh, like, no, did they, they did they actually sing in the song? No, but they're, no. like, supporting. No, I think that what they will probably do is have a bunch of, like, hot-bodied backup dancers all dressed as Kens. Oh, okay. I don't think they're going to actually Yo, use bring the on Kens Alan. from the movie. Yeah, just, I know. Yeah, just Alan. Yeah. <laughs> Michael Sarah. <laughs> Michael Sarah, right? Yeah, just have him just stand out there. I was reading a story the other day where John Cena was talking about how, because John Cena played a merman in the movie. Yeah. And, John Cena. And his people were pissed at him for doing it. Why? Because they had said that it was too small of a, too small of a part. And he's a, you know, he's trying to get big leading blockbuster movies. And they thought it was a mistake for him to do it. And he no did way. it. And he people did it anyway. It, though. I know people. He knew. He knew. Yeah. He knew. For that brief moment in time. Yeah. Yo, that movie um, that he's in with, uh, was it Zac Efron, the one that's coming out? Um, Ricky Stanicki? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It looks so funny. <laughs> I yo, I love John Cena. And these comedies, he's so good. Yeah. So good. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Oh, uh, so Madonna... During her tour, she does a video montage uh, during Live to Tell, which she shows a bunch of pe people who have uh, died of AIDS. Mm -hmm. And on Saturday night, they switched up the montage a little bit and they added a photo of Luther Vandross. Okay. The singer. Yeah. This was in uh, her show in Sacramento. And then Luther Vandross' family heard about it because he passed away in 2005. And they said Luther Vandross died in 2005 due to complications from a stroke suffered two years earlier. They go on to say, while we appreciate Madonna's recognition of those lives lost to AIDS, Luther was never diagnosed with AIDS or the HIV virus. We're not sure where oh. she or her production team received false medical information claiming otherwise. So Madonna pulled it down. Like, how does that happen? What you doing, Madonna? Like, how does nobody in her organization, like, or people who are putting together that montage, 
Like, they don't research? But I could understand maybe, like, it was done at the beginning and they worked on the montage when they were working on the production. But Luther was a recent ad. So, like, they found out recently that Luther Vandross died of AIDS, which he did not. Mm -hmm. And they decided to just add him. Do you think it's because in the 80s, during the AIDS epidemic, he lost a ton of weight and there was rumors about it? But he died in 2005. But unless somebody read this article from the 80s. But, like, were they all just sitting around going, oh, my God, we forgot Luther. Yeah. And nobody bothered to look it up. Yeah. Even yeah, Wikipedia. Double check those things, though, yeah. you know? Especially something as serious as this. Yeah. But maybe it's just one of those things where every, like, one person said it, and then for 20 years, everybody's just been like, oh, yeah, they poor just Luther the died. Rumor. Yeah, they just believed it, like, because nobody bothered to check. Uh-huh. But I, according to his family, he never had HIV or AIDS. What never died that. from that. Look at Sham. Loving this moment, oh, eh? No. What a voice. Dad used to play this, man. Oh, like for your Still mom and does. stuff? Yeah. Oh, on trips to New York. Guys used to make love to stuff like this. I would make love to this. You song. could? Like, what? Knowing that you're dad. Oh, shit. Come on. You didn't have to make that correlation, bro. Come on, Shamroy. Come on, Knowing man. that your dad loves this song and plays this for your mom, you would listen <laughs> you, to this and make love? Come on, Shamroy. You can't freak to the song your old man freaks no. to. Dog. Guys, I said he plays the science and nothing but him and my mom freaking. <laughs> All right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, everybody's clowning on Bradley Cooper for this interview that he did a while ago, and I guess the clip has resurfaced. So we all know that he did the Maestro, the Leonard Bernstein movie, mm. and he was like a huge fan of Leonard Bernstein and all this other stuff. So he was doing an interview with uh, Leonard's family, the late Leonard Bernstein's family. And I guess like he he's, he's going on and on about like how much he loves him and this connection that he had and everything else. But like Leonard Bernstein died in 1990 mm-hmm. and the way that Bradley Cooper talks about him makes it seem like they were best friends. And so people are clowning on him for it. You miss him? Oh, yeah, man. What do you miss about him? It's hard to talk about. I don't know. We shared something very special. It's hard to even articulate. But he was with me, certainly, throughout the entire time. His energy has somehow found its way to me that I really do feel like I know him. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) He died 35 years ago. That big Len energy, huh? (laughs) Right. Yeah. It's It's in my veins. It's a bit much, right? Oh, a little bit. yeah, yeah, I miss him. We shared something. What did you share? Nothing, uh, man. Weird. Connection. I get it. Please. I get. I get that. I get. Like, I get all of that. Right? You, you do so much research on somebody, you feel like you know them. Method but, acting. But you're sitting like there with his family uh-huh. doing the. I yeah. really miss him. No, the family's like, no. Guess what? <laughs> we miss him. <laughs> like, it's weird when Bradley Cooper's the one crying and the mm. family's not. Like, get right. Hold it together, man. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> anyway, so that's why they're clowning on Bradley Cooper for that. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. There was a uh, shooting outside a uh, Toronto hotel, the Bisha Hotel, this morning, three a.m. Uh, Police say the shooting happened out on the street outside the hotel. Paramedics say that uh, two people were taken to the hospital, a man with critical injuries and a woman with minor injuries. And they say that another guy walked into the hospital with injuries on his own. This is right by where you live, Maureen. Yeah, Matthew heard the whole thing go down and decided to wake me up to tell me. What did he say? 
He's like, you need to get up. You need to get up. There was a shooting outside. You can't leave. Was he positive right away that it was a shooting, though? Oh, yeah. you you would know. Really? Absolutely. It was and like, bang, just, bang, 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 bang. And then how, how soon did you hear sirens after that? Oh, you could hear them when he woke me up. I could hear yeah. tons of sirens. Oh, my God. I, we, I'm going to put Matthew under so much stress right now. So much <laughs> oh. stress. So, wait, so what you're saying is, Matthew, your husband, who lives like one block away from the Bisha, mm. says that he saw everything? No, heard everything. That's not what you said. You said he said that he saw everything. No, no, heard everything from the bedroom window. No, no, no. That's not what you said, hmm. though. You, so you said, so you we said, have an eyewitness. You said that Matthew like witnessed the whole Wait, thing. Wait, when like, did I say that? He saw the whole thing. No, heard the whole thing no, with his no, ears, no, 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 no. not that's, his eyes. That's not what you said. It's hmm. not what you said. Anyway, Tell Matthew's going to be busy today. Anyway, Matthew, giving a statement. Matthew saw the whole thing. <laughs> he did not. He heard. No, I don't know. I don't remember saying saw. Yeah, mm. yeah. He's wow. That's crazy to witness something like that and be the only one. Uh huh. Right. Jeez. Matthew could have so much information that would help the police. I'm how, sure. What did he's I, got, what, no. He's got, he, he, I bet you. I bet I'm you. I'm going to text Matthew right now and be like, "Yo, yeah." Maury told us what happened. Yeah. Yeah. There's going to be another can, shooting in I bet my you could, condo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Cristiano Ronaldo is reportedly being investigated for making an alleged offensive gesture while playing uh, for Al Nasir in Saudi Arabia. So I don't know if you saw this, but first of all, the crowds at these games are pitiful. Uh, what do you mean? There's a video of Ronaldo, not by TV cameras, but by people in the stands, where Ronaldo. I guess during the game, the crowd started to chant Messi. Yeah. Lionel Messi. And yeah. he hates that because he's a suck. <laughs> And he puts his hand on his ear and then yeah. starts doing like a like a motion with his hand right I down near right down near his crotch. <laughs> Did you guys see this? Right. Yeah, Maria, no. Maria, you guys uh -uh. see this? No. Go look it up. All you have to do is just type Hold in uh, an X uh, or Twitter, whatever. Yeah. Ronaldo gesture. Yeah. Okay. Because it, it pops up immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so he does yeah. a he does a gesture. <laughs> With his hand down by hey. his a oh. thrusting, a thrusting <laughs> gesture, with his hand down I by got his, you messy uh, right here. down by oh, his, his grating cheese, his crotch. <laughs> I hope that's not how he does does it. That's like, <laughs> yeah, a wild way to do it. Yeah, yeah you know, yeah, injury, true. right? Yeah. Uh, so he may get suspended. He may get fined, or he may get nothing because he is the big star of oh, uh, no. of that league. But he did like a freeze frame. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he did bad. It. He did it. He yeah. did it. You're guilty, bro. Right? And look, the legs are bent. Yeah. Right? He got the facial expression. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Also, so, he, did, he does it that way. Yeah. You think so, huh? Yeah. yeah? That's super weird. What, a, what an awkward <laughs> technique. <laughs> I don't want I'm not one to judge a man's technique or anything yeah, yeah, like yeah, that, but, but that seems really, like, really awkward. I don't even know. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Like off balance and everything. And I don't know. Works for him, I guess. Uh, Shane Gillis, uh, who hosted Saturday Night Live over the weekend, the controversial comedian, uh, mm -hmm. it was just announced, uh, and I guess it's coming out soon, so they've shot it already. Uh, he has a scripted Netflix series that is going to drop in May wow. uh, based on one of his comedy skits called Tires. It's uh, about a nervous and unqualified heir to an auto repair chain who attempts to turn his father's business around despite constant torture from his cousin and now employee. So that is what uh, that sounds boring. The show's about. <laughs> yeah, sure. Watch well, it be a huge hit. I know, I'm gonna love it. I know. I know. It'll be like know, my favorite show ever. It's gonna be dirty though. Yeah. I just I watched the uh, the pilot for it, like the, his his skit for it. It's really dirty. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like very dirty. 
Uh, but who knows how dirty it'll be on Netflix. But uh, anyway, let's all do the Ronaldo, shall we? Hey. Hey. I got you messy right here. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, apparently Gen Z women, to them, the hottest thing is a guy who gives off baby girl vibe. What? So this started when Jacob Elordi was hosting SNL and Renee Rapp and Bowen Yang. You know when they do those promos where they just stand there and they just oh, say yeah. nonsense? They're like on the set where they do the monologue. Yeah. Uh-huh. So this was uh, uh, Renee Rapp and Bowen Yang letting Jacob Elordi know that he has baby girl vibes. Hi, I'm Jacob Elordi and I'm hosting SNL this week with Renee Rapp. Renee, you were so right. He is so baby girl. <laughs> I know. That's what I said. He's so baby girl. Me? I'm, I'm a baby girl. Yeah. So what's Renee? Oh, I'm um, I'm mother. And I'm big wrinkly son. Uh, so Pedro Pascal and Timothy Chalamet are also said to have give off uh, baby girl vibes. Uh, the term has recently been adopted uh, as a term of endearment to include a very specific type of hot guy. Uh, a guy who is baby girl, they say, comes off as a sweet, charming, a bit bashful and seemingly in touch with their feminine side, ready to talk about their feelings and carry a purse to brunch at any point. Uh, They say it's exactly what women want men to become, the antithesis of toxic macho masculinity. So you're baby girl. Oh, God. Let's try. (laughs) Stop it, guys. Just grab a purse real quick. So uh, let me tell you where this all goes to hell. Here we go. And and why you Gen Z women need to just pump the brakes a little bit. Here we go. Here we go. No offense, Maria. Please tell us. Okay, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Okay. I'm all I'm all fine for all of this stuff, right? Like, like people think everything is new. Like, we all grew up with Prince, right? There is nothing Jacob Elordi or Timothy Chalamet can do that is going to be more baby girl than Prince. Okay, like we we've seen it before. We understand people find it attractive. It's all good. But this is where it all goes to hell because in the same article where they're talking about like a cool trend, saying guys give off baby girl vibes. Mm. They say, traditionally, highlighting feminine qualities in men has been a put-down, but this doesn't seem to be the case with baby girl, which is almost as celebrat- which is almost a celebratory quality. Heterosexual men, as- heterosexual women, especially Gen Zers, are rusting, which is romanticizing and lusting combined, after men they consider to be baby girl. They say this, according to a new poll, about 31% of American men have actively changed their behavior to become more vulnerable and open with people they are dating. Men are now more comfortable showing who they are emotionally. This desire to make mental health stigma-free for males goes hand-in-hand with a desire to reshape masculinity. Ladies, if you want guys to open up and talk about their feelings and take mental health seriously, don't call it girly. Okay, cool. You know what I mean? Stop that. But I don't think it's calling it girly. It is baby girl. They, I think the reason why they use it's that is baby girl. Like- it's the same way women, when a guy has a best friend and they're great together and they're awesome and they have a great bond and they love one another. What is it called? A bromance. They can't just be best friends. Everything has to be girly and or sexual when it comes to men wanting to open up and consider taking their maybe mental health into consideration when moving forward in life. Well, no, I think it comes from the saying baby girl. It's not. Stop calling it girly. What if it's how it's said? 
Yeah, it's like like baby like baby girls like when a guy calls you baby girl, and then it's like that when they do that, no, it's like the feminine no, side of it. Like you're talking, you're talking about something completely different. Oh. This is about guys who are now getting in touch with their feelings. They're willing to open up. They're willing to take other people's feelings into consideration. It's this sort of new man, and you call it girly. Yes, because the Gen Z millennial generation is all going based off their masculine energy and their feminine energy. And I was telling the men that they need to tap into their feminine. They need more. to be more. Beta girl. They need to be more girly. Emotional. Girly is what it is. It's terrible. You Gen Zers, man. <laughs> yeah, Mocha. <laughs> Listen, you ride or die from the peoples, you know? <laughs> When's the last time you got the group together, Mocha? Huh? The Gen Z posse. Oh, we were just hanging out on the weekend. You were, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't get the call for that. Well, no. you said posse, no. so that's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> Stop it. We don't say posse anymore? Bruh, come on, oh, man. Come on, no. Bro, posse went like early 2000s. Come so. on. Yes. I just had the baby girl posse shirts made. <laughs> no, no, no. No? <laughs> Yo, return quick. And on yeah. the back, it just reads, feel this. <laughs> <laughs> I want to cover all my. I want to cover all my bases. <laughs> really, we don't say posse no, anymore. No, posse. no, no one ever says posse. Come on, what do we say? Like the group. Yeah, fam. We're back to group. Mm-hmm. Girls, fam. the boys. Fam, man, everybody. I, I, I was big. We don't into, say like we don't say Saturdays for the. Saturdays <laughs> for the boys. Posse. You don't say that? Saturdays for the boys. But what about what about the gang? No, we don't say gang anymore. No, unless you follow it up with gang, like gang, gang. What does that mean? (laughs) I guess, hold on, I can't even talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) Making me angry. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ranker.com did a a list of what they consider or what they say are the funniest TV shows of all time. Now, these include sitcoms, cartoons, and sketch series. Oh, Funniest of all time. Funniest of all time. The Office has to be on there. It's number one. Oh, and easy. I'm assuming they mean the American Office because it's it's yeah, yeah, yeah. it's uh, it's yeah. ranker. Uh, number two, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Never seen an episode of that. Is that show. the what? Danny DeVito one? Charlie Day and Charlie Day, right? Oh, Is it good? Oh, I liked it. Did you? Yeah. It's bad. I just still on. It's one of the longest running sitcoms. Is it still on? Yeah, they still really. It's huh? the longest running. Uh, Looney Tunes is at number three. Uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine is at four. Yes, great show. show. Yeah, fourth funniest show. of all time. Yeah. It's pretty funny. Friends, Seinfeld, uh, South Park is on there. Simpsons is just underneath South Park. Uh, and family then, Guy on there. And then whose line is it anyway? Come on. Uh, Modern Family's at nine. All Married sick. with Children is at ten. Mm-hmm. Family Guy is eleven. Tom and Jerry is twelve. Seinfeld thirteen. Fresh Prince fourteen. Uh, Mr. Bean sliding in there at fifteen. Maury brought up Friends. Well, yeah, is Friends not, on here? No, no, not on this <gasps> list. Friends is not on the list? No. This list is fake. Uh, Malcolm in the Middle, 17. Chappelle's show at 18. That's, oh, yes. That is unbelievable. Um, it should be higher, right? Jeff? So much higher. Uh, yeah. 19 Only two seasons, though, bro. Home Improvement, and then Futurama is in there at 21. Home Improvement to, is on there? Yes, Home Improvement Hold on, is on Home there. Improvement no, no. does not outrank Friends. Malcolm uh, in the Middle? Malcolm in the Middle is a great show. I know, I love that show, but over Friends? Yeah. 
They need to add uh, the new Ted uh, on that list. Also, uh, no Key and Peel, which I really love oh, a lot. I think that show's oh, funny yeah. as hell. Great show. But Matt TV. Uh, no Matt TV. No Saturday Night Live mm. in, wow, their, in, their, in their top 20. I know, but they've been, they've had, been doing shows for, since 75. How like, about Martin? Is my f- Martin? Yeah. yeah Hold on. Let me check. No. Under- <laughs> 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 so mean. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Going through the story of... Um, Miley Cyrus's mom, Tish. Mm. So Tish last year got married to Dominic Purcell from Prison Break. Oh, okay. The brother mm-hmm. who was in the joint and then the other brother got himself put in the joint. He had the, the, the map tattoo and all that other stupid stuff. Bro code. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Tish is married to Dominic Purcell. And when they got married, um, Miley was at the wedding, but... Miley's brother Brazen and sister Noah were not at the wedding. Noah's 24 years old. And the story that's being floated right now is that Noah, who's 24, was the one who was dating Dominic Purcell. And then Tish came in and stole her daughter's boyfriend and married him. What? That's the story. Yo, cuffing season took a turn. (laughs) Right? Man just got took. Yeah, your daughter's boyfriend. But also, (laughs) she's 24, he's 54. Oh! Right? Nah, 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 nah. nah. Yeah. That ain't it. (laughs) Yeah, and then the mom comes in and is like, no, you can't handle that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just put you in my pocket, right? (laughs) Go play. (laughs) Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay then. Yeah, but I. But that, the, even just like the, the, even if it, the mom didn't marry him, just the fact that <clears throat> Noah, who's twenty four, would be dating somebody who's fifty four is crazy. Yikes! It's thirty. It's a thirty year age. Are difference. we clapping? Uh, no, not for that. Okay. Uh, I mean, uh, yeah, sure. Go ahead, Maury. Yeah. Okay, let me try. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> she probably watched Prison Break and just really liked it. I know that's the problem with this stream with these streaming shows is that uh. all these Gen Zers are out there. Catching up on Prison Break and they fall in love with guys who were, you know, 30 when they did it. Yeah. Or whatever it was, right? Then you meet him in real life and you're like, man, no big deal. But yeah, so that's the story is that apparently Tish took the took her daughter's boyfriend and married him. Oof. That's crazy. That's country. The Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Um, after a decade of work, Apple is reportedly giving up on its ambitious efforts efforts to create an autonomous electric car. Oh. So I know. Project no car? No, no. It was, it was, remember, it was a Project Titan. They've been developing yeah. this thing for like over a decade. Oh, man, I was excited They for had 2,000 people working on the team to develop the car. Yeah. And there's going to be layoffs. And a lot of those people are going to shift to Apple's generative AI uh, efforts instead. So they're going all in on AI and have completely abandoned the idea of doing an electric car. Well, uh, Apple will just take all that tech that they've developed or tried to develop and just sell it to other car manufacturers, right? No. They won't do that? No. Zero or chance. Portions because of it? they already they hired the 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 chief designer from Tesla away from Tesla at the time. Oh. To do that. Yeah, so they're not going to sell. They won't sell anything. So huh. they're right now they're putting all their if- efforts into their AI platform mm-hmm. uh, which will be called Ajax. Okay. Yeah. Uh, is that a cool name? As in no. Ontario? As in the cleaning product? Yeah, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Ajax. I don't know. I don't know. Okay. 
the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, DJ Khaled getting slammed online. So um, he showed up uh, to, he had to do a show and there was sand everywhere, right? Like it was a sandy sort of beach thing. Mm. And he got out of the car and he didn't want to mess up his Jordans. So he had his security guards uh, pick him up, Khaled, pick him up and put him in the back of a flatbed, Mm -hmm. like a pickup truck. Then when the pickup truck drove to the stage, they picked him up again and put him on the bottom stairs so he could walk the six steps uh, uh, up to to the stage. Here's Khaled. I don't want to get my Jordans dirty. Can I I get everybody to help me? Please, everybody help me. Get on the side. Thank you, brother. I appreciate it. You want to get in the back? Can't mess up the chase. Yo, them, uh, oh shit! Here we go. Okay, I'll clap. I'll clap. All right, clap. That that security cars are struggling. <laughs> struggling. <laughs> to pick him up. One of them almost dropped him too. Did they have to carry him afterwards back to the I'm car? I'm sure they did. Oh, yeah, of course yeah, they yeah, did. I'm sure they did. Yeah, but that's like, I mean, that's a flex, right? Oh, big time. That's a flex. Don't you remember, like, a couple years ago, where that photo came out of Drake, like, at his place before he gets into his car? Somebody was like tying up his Air Force Ones, right? For him? Yes. Yeah, tying his shoes. My yeah. God, whatever, wow. man. If I had money, I, I saw a video of, uh, that these guys posted online where they went to Sky. There was they were at Sky Zone, mm-hmm. and you know at Sky Zone, you take your shoes off and you put the orange socks on, and then you just go and have fun. Yeah, right. So they walked over to that giant wall with all the bins where yeah. people put their shoes, and they looked for anybody who had like um, Jordans. And they took them out and bent the toe all the way up. And they, oh! went, and they, they were just, they were, they just, they just went through on a mad no! creasing binge. Oh, yeah. That, oh, that hurts. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I, no. <laughs> Knowing that there's people, I am never going to a place where I got to take my kicks off again. Yeah. One by one, they were just grabbing them and full bend. Like the, the toe of the shoe was oh. like almost up where you put your foot into the back. I'd like fight a, a guy. Full bend. I would fight. <laughs> Yo, you see me at a trampoline park getting into a fight with someone in yeah. front of my kid? Yeah. It's because they bent up my Jordans. <laughs> I, would, yeah. I would legit fight a would guy. You? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Throw hands. Really, huh? huh? Yeah. You got to throw hands. Yeah. Yes. You have to. Wow. You disrespect me in front of my family <laughs> like that? Disrespect you? Yes. Oh, my God. Just I am throwing hands. You. Okay. 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 So we're flip-flops the sky zone. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the CEO of Kellogg's is catching a lot of heat online for, uh, listen, nobody can afford anything. The economy is terrible. Nobody's making money. Grocery prices are through the roof. Mm-hmm. All of that stuff. So the CEO for Kellogg's has decided to help people mm-hmm. by suggesting that given the cost of groceries these days mm-hmm. that we should all be considering cereal for breakfast uh, cereal for dinner um, okay <laughs> so here's the ceo of kellogg's some of the things that we're doing is first messaging we got to reach the consumer where they are so we're advertising about cereal for dinner if you think about the cost of cereal for a family versus what they might otherwise do, that's going to be much more affordable. The price of a bowl of cereal with with milk and with fruit is less than a dollar. So you can imagine why a consumer under pressure might find that to be a good place to go. I'm all for innovation and marketing, but the idea of having cereal for dinner, 
Um, is there the potential for that to land the wrong way? Uh, we don't think so. In fact, it's mm -hmm. landing really well right now, Carl. When we look we at all of our data, of course, we would know that breakfast cereal is the number one choice for in-home consumption. We understand that for breakfast. It turns out that over 25% of our consumption is outside the breakfast occasion. A lot of it's at dinner, and that, that occasion continues to grow, as well as the snacking occasion. But um, cereal for dinner is something that is, is probably more on trend now, and we would expect to continue as that consumer is under pressure. Nah, bro. I'm yeah. not having Frosted Dude, Flakes for dinner. He's not wrong. No, but he, you, you don't say that. A CEO of a company can't come out and say, hey, listen, I, I, I know you're all going through it and nobody can afford to do anything and then build an entire marketing campaign around Kellogg's for dinner. They make commercials. Play the commercial. Oh. When I say cereal, you say dinner. Cereal. Dinner. Cereal. Dinner. Chicken. You can uh, have the night off, chicken. Oh, okay, I'll go marinate. Cereal. Dinner. Cereal. Dinner. Come on, they got Bro. Tony the Tiger doing it. I know. Tony's now doing it. Come on, it. Tony, you flipped on us? Yep. Uh, another CEO who's catching a lot of heat is uh, the guy who runs Wendy's because it was announced that starting in 2025, Wendy's is going to be rolling out dynamic pricing. What's that? Dynamic pricing is like what they do with Uber when when it's busy. Uber, surge price. Uber, oh, surge, surge charge? price. Yeah, yeah. Surge charge, surge, surge price, yeah. But, but dynamic as well. So it's based, it's like concert tickets. When it's based on the demand, the price goes up. Oh. Right? So. I don't like that. No, but the, but I, but also depending on the day, then it should go down. Right? Yeah. Like if it's, if it's a low time, but it won't, it's only going to go up. So what you, what you'll see is they're investing so much money into AI and digital uh, menu boards mm -hmm. that when you pull up to the drive through, the prices are going to be adjusted in real time. So when things are super hot or things are... So are, like you, lunchtime. You're going to see the prices fluctuate is what they... Versus if is, I go and get my crispy chicken at 2 p.m. Right, right. Yeah, no, so that's what, you're, that's what you're going to see. Uh, last year, Wendy's started uh, testing an AI chatbot at the drive-thru. And they were bragging that they didn't need human intervention in around 86% of the orders it took. Okay. So Wendy's now will be like AI run digital boards with dynamic pricing and you'll never really know what something costs. And when you're at the drive through, you'll most likely not be speaking to a human being. So your order could be expensive and wrong. Correct. Correct. Well, yeah. Well, however, however, this is not happening in Canada, they had said. So there okay. are currently no plans to introduce any of this into the Canadian restaurant. So this is all just down in the States. I don't know how you feel about that. So normal price for just, your Baconator. Yes. No, just give me one price and yes. have that price round the clock. I agree. Okay? I agree. Also, like, I just feel like a human interaction is nice to have. Oh, in a no, 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 no. I, I, I'm all for the, for the, oh, the, really? for the chat out of the drive Yeah, but then you're also taking jobs away from people. Listen, I, I, yeah, sure. Yes, I get that. I want well, everybody to Well, it is somebody's job. job to program that computer. Right, yeah. So yeah. you're creating jobs? Yeah. Yeah, but you program it once and it's done. Nah, there's updates. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like somebody comes in and hits enter. Hey, what about yeah. the teenage kids that work at? They need money. I know. I know. Well, teenage kids in cities, in when you get to the small towns, it's all old people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, yeah. every, every, every job that the retirees, 
<laughs> we get bored at home, like, yes. I need a part-time. Yes, you're going to make them stay at home because they can't work at any of those places now? Yep, that's exactly what it is. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. podcast. Uh, Adele has had to postpone 10 shows of her Las Vegas residency. Adele? What happened? Um, she has a problem with her voice, and I guess the doctor advised this. She said, sadly, I have to uh, take a beat and pause my Vegas residency. I was sick at the end of my last leg and all the way through my break. I hadn't quite gotten the chance to get back to health before the shows resumed, and I'm sick again. Unfortunately, it's taken a toll. So if anybody has tickets, basically it's every show through March. Oh. So it's the 1st, the 2nd, the 8th, the 9th, the 15th, the 16th, the 22nd, the 23rd, the 29th, and the 30th. <laughs> She's taking so March off. Yeah, so she's basically taking all of uh, all of March postponed off. Postponed or canceled? Um, I no, mean, it would just be postponed. Like postponed you have, because to be, it's not a tour; well, it's just a residency, yeah. it right? It would so, be canceled if you're only there for the weekend. Though. Yeah, uh, yes. Yeah. So they'll. But move that just those. sucks for people who it, that's obviously the problem with Vegas, everyone who books right? your your, your yeah. Vegas weekend to go to this show yeah. to now like rearrange with like work and, and like whatever, what are you going to do? You got to like because it's too late now to cancel your trip to Vegas. Yeah. So you got to without book. being without eating that cost. Yeah, mm-hmm. and if they do postpone the dates, then you got to try and get that. So time you still off go work. to Vegas yeah. and you you know go to see Donny Osmond. Yeah, it's no, no not with my Adele that. tickets. Yeah. When you play roulette, baby. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yo, Maria's itching. Huh? Yeah, I know. I know. We should get a roulette table in here. Ooh, oh no, 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 no! no, no. Oh, Look at yeah. her eyes just lit up. <laughs> <laughs> The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, California released the numbers of drugs that were confiscated, trying to be smuggled into the state in 2023. And in 2023, they confiscated 62,000 pounds of fentanyl. Ooh, so, wow. in, in, so this is how much it, it's grown here. So in 2021, they got 5,000 pounds of fentanyl with a street value of $64 million. In 2022, it rose to 28,000 pounds with a street value of $230 million. And then in 2023, it was 62,000 pounds worth $670 million. Mm-hmm. Just two milligrams of fentanyl is considered a lethal dose. So with the amount in 2023 that was confiscated in California, that's enough fentanyl to kill every single human being on the face of the earth Mm -hmm. twice. Oh, my God. That's scary. That is scary. That's how much fentanyl is out there in one state. Enough to kill everybody on the earth twice. Crazy. Um. Imagine I don't know. dying twice. I don't know. I don't know if uh, you just did. You, like, you, that's once. You got one more death before the end of the news morning. <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Uh, I don't know if a lawsuit is going to come out of this, but people are drawing some serious comparisons between um, uh, Beyonce's Texas Hold'em and another song. So take, take a listen to the beginning of uh, Texas Hold'em by Beyonce. <laughs> Okay. Okay. Now the song it's being compared to, and some people are saying it's a little too close, is uh, the theme song for Franklin, the turtle. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Hold on. Whoa, 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 whoa. Wait a minute. Okay. 
or whatever she says. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's just the Beyonce. She stole Franklin's song. Okay, so that's Beyonce. Yeah. Yeah, I can see. It's very close, huh? Or is it because they both use banjos? That's all it is. No, but even listen when the guy comes into the Franklin song. Hey, it's Franklin. Yeah, and now listen to when Beyonce comes in. It's very similar. Coming over to play. Okay. Yeah. And then you got Beyonce. This ain't Texas. No, that part's not the same. No, no, no. Yeah. No, that part's not the same. Show, you think that part's the same? No, I, I, I think it's just the banjo, honestly. Yeah, maybe yeah. it's just the banjo. She's trying to steal uh, Franklin's I mean, it's, it's, it, it's very remindy. Yeah. Very much reminds me of Franklin. No, it's, you know what? It's, it's all the, the, the banjo, the twang in. Yeah. yeah, nah. Oh, it's yeah. totally the same. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Ed Kelsey, uh, Travis Kelsey's dad, is coming to the defense of uh, the relationship uh, that he has with Taylor Swift. So Bethany Frankel from Real Housewives of yeah, I don't know what made her famous. L.A. New, New York, Beverly Hills. She seems New York New to York? me. Atlanta, maybe Orange County, New York. I don't, I don't watch any of them, but <laughs> uh, but Bethany Frankel uh, was doing a video on social. Now, let me ask you a question: Why, when w- women do these videos mm-hmm. where they're trying to get a point across, right, where they have something to say, why am I? Why is it always two things that are going on at the exact same time? They're either sitting there doing their makeup, yeah. or they're eating. I see so many videos of somebody who's trying to make a point about something, mm-hmm. and they're eating. Yo, they're busy, man. She's no. doing makeup. She, she, well, she was doing her makeup. Bethany Frankel's doing her makeup. But she why? had time in the why moment. Can, why can't you just sit and just talk to the camera? No, because that's what on TikTok, that's the thing. You're you supposed to talk else. while you're doing your makeup. But yeah. Eating? Yeah. Eating. People like to eat and talk. It's yeah. so, ugh, I have no time for this. Anyway, here's Bethany Frankel. It sounds like you do. I know. <laughs> <laughs> he loves to be the center of attention and the life of the party. And it can be, yes, a little cringe. It's all fun and games now. But when you get into real life and you get into kids and marriage and things like that, and you get into long distance, it's not easy. Relationships take work. And it's hard because Taylor Swift is certainly a peacock. So there really usually can only be one peacock in a relationship. Here, it's seeming like Travis is the peacock, which is completely ironic. And then uh, Travis Kelsey's dad, Ed Kelsey, went on a Facebook page that I think is his. Some Most everybody thinks it's his, but it has never really been confirmed. And all he wrote was, uh, who the F is this troll? And then Bethany Frankel uh, responded by saying, Travis Kelsey's dad called me a troll, so I don't actually understand and admire so I actually do understand and admire a parent coming to their child's defense. I just wish he would have expressed an opinion versus just a verbal insult because I think it's better to express yourself than to just criticize. Does she know either of them, though? She doesn't, right? She's just, like, voicing her opinion? Hey. Yeah, go ahead, Shem. She's also a hypocrite. She, she expressed an insult. Ah, of course. Right, but whatever. You, who's the peacock in your relationship, Mocha? Do you have to say what a peacock is? Just say The, the flashy one. The, the, the center of attention. Oh. I think... It's because of what I do for a living has got to be me. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. Like when you, if you, when you walk into a room, eyes go on who first, you or Jenna? Oh, Jenna. You think so? Yeah. Yeah. Nobody, like they know my voice. They don't know. Yeah. 
But you know, unless unless they're familiar with like the TV commercials or the ads right. that you see, like but you don't go out of your way. You don't go out of your way to be the flashy one, though. No, 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 you no, do no. not. I, if anything, I do quite the opposite. Right. Where I don't go out there and be like, "Hey, here's who I am, and here's what I do for a living." Right. <laughs> no, no, no. It's not about it's not about who you are, and what you do for a living. It's drawing attention to yourself. I try not to. You try not to. No, no, no. no. Okay. What about inadvertently, though? That's, 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 I think inadvertently for the people who know who like the show because of the commercials and stuff. Right. Right. What about you? I would say that, um, I draw, I inadvertently draw attention to myself. Uh. I don't necessarily most times go out of the way, but I would, I would say if there's a peacock in my relationship, it's a hundred percent me. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You know? Yeah. No, tr- listen, nobody in this room is going to yeah. dispute that. <laughs> nah. Right? Spread them wings, bro. <laughs> <laughs> right? Didn't the, 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 you do that? Don't they do that to try and find a mate? Yeah. Isn't that why peacocks do that? The guys do that? do that to find as, a girl. As I yeah. said, spread them wings, bro. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show Podcast. Podcast. Yes. Uh, R.I.P. Richard Lewis. Oh. Richard Lewis passed away, a heart attack. He was 76 years old. Great comedian. I think he had done Letterman like 45 times or something like that. Wow. Um, and he was uh, Larry David's best friend, both in life and on Curb Your Enthusiasm. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, Larry David's uh, statement yesterday reads, Richard and I were born three days apart in the same hospital. Mm. And for most of my life, he's been like a brother to me. He had the rare combination of being the funniest person and also the sweetest. But today he made me sob. And for that, I'll never forgive him. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Always. Always uh, and it's crazy jokes. because there was a clip, uh, there was a scene in Curb that was just like a, a week ago mm-hmm. where they were arguing because Richard Lewis put Larry in his will and Larry didn't want to be in Richard's will. No. Yeah, so in the here, show? Yeah, yeah, in the show, yeah. I have better news for you. I'm leaving you in my will. I'm tweaking it, and you're in it. No, no, no. Don't, don't do that. It's done. You're in. I don't want to be in it. I, got, I have money. I don't need it. Give it to someone who needs it. When I die, I want you to know how much I care about you. I'm not going to keep it. I'm going to give it to charity. You're my best friend. You're getting it. No. I'm making a Shermanist statement about the will right now. I'm sick of your historical references. If nominated, I will not run. If bequeathed, I will not accept. Well, I'm bequeathing. Well, I'm not accepting. Well, you'll have to accept. Don't give it to me. Don't hurt my feelings. I'm not going to keep a penny of it. You're hurting me. Thank Thank you, but I don't want it. I'm giving it to you anyway, pal. Oh, my God. F*** you. <laughs> <laughs> now, do you think in real life uh, Richard Lewis put Larry David in his will? Uh, I, I'm, so much of that show is taken from things that happened in in real life. Because you know Larry David's now going to be asked about that. Yeah. like do At you know, some point. Like, there's, uh, you know the scene in, because George and Seinfeld was based off Larry David, right? Mm-hmm. And it took... Um, the uh, who played George again? What's the guy's name? Jason, Jason, Alexander. Jason Alexander. It took him a while before he realized that uh, the character he was playing was Larry David. Because oh. um, what happened was, remember the the episode of Seinfeld where George quit, right? And then he quit his job, and then over the weekend. Kramer was like, why don't you just like go show up like oh, nothing happened? Yeah. And then he just showed up and he was uh-huh. like, nah, that was just whatever. That happened to Larry David oh, while really? he was writing for a show. Oh. I think it might have even been SNL. I'm not 100% sure. But he got in a huge fight with the boss. And, and he quit and like quit. on a Friday and showed up on a Monday? Yeah, and his real life friend Kramer was like, why don't you just like show up and see what happens? And he showed up 
the next day, and it was just like he just kept working. Yeah. And they were like, yo, what happened? He's like, oh, I didn't mean it. Yeah, Not, it's jokes. It's jokes, jokes. Yeah, yeah. So probably <laughs> that uh, that may have uh, that may have happened. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, leap year today. Mm-hmm. It's uh, Feb 29th. Everybody's happy about that. There's a lot of like real heady articles talking about why the leap year is needed and that if we didn't have leap years, then in 600 years, Christmas would be in July and then all we sorts care. of, We're not around. I know, and all sorts of other people complaining that you work for free today if you're a salaried worker. Wait, what? Because it's an extra day that mm-hmm. they work into the calendar, so you wind up working for free. If you were, if you were, if, work for if you were paid by the hour, yeah. you would get paid for today. But salary workers uh, don't get paid for the extra day. Yo, so we get a, a loo day for today, well, right? We're just yeah. we're cool. give, we're giving it away for free. We don't D- work for free. Just, like, just like Maury back in the early two thousands. Hey, oh. hey. <laughs> Shem, hey, your ma'am. management. I'm here too. What the what the hell? I gotta yeah. work too. Let's all walk out. Let's leave. No, yeah. Shem. Yeah, man. No, that's not right. Yeah. Listen, you're telling me it's Black History Month. I shouldn't yeah. be here either. I Come on, Shemroy. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, uh, and there's a cruise happening right now uh, down in the Bahamas where oh. all the leap year babies, 70 of them got together to enjoy, to enjoy a cruise together. Okay. We have this opportunity. We're going to celebrate a unique birthday with 69 or 70 other people celebrating on the exact same day. So this is fun. This is exciting. There seems to be uh, a similarity of leapers, and oh. I'm starting to see that. They're, 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 they're happier. They're, they're more, I don't know if you'd say aggressive, but, the, but they just love life and, and embrace it a little bit more. Leapers? Mm. Never heard that term how. before. You know I what? Cousin. I feel bad for them. Why? For, why? Because, like, imagine you grow up and you don't even have your birthday on your actual birthday most years. Yeah. You gotta have a fake ago. birthday. But when do they celebrate? Would they celebrate the 28th or would they celebrate March 1st? I would say 28th. See, Probably I'd go 28th. March 1st. I like, like, I am superstitious. But then, but you're, you're still February though. Like, you you're can't change the baby, month. Yeah. Yeah. But you're changing the day, so at that but point, how, what's the difference? But realistically, once you're grown, how often do you actually celebrate your birthday on <laughs> your birthday? I still celebrate my birthday. But you know what I mean, right? Yeah. It's the Friday before the Friday after or whenever your family can get together or eh, nobody does it on their birthday. No, like we still do stuff at home. On your birthday? Yes. Like what? Have a nice dinner or like sure, a cake yeah, and yeah. That's, and stuff like but that. But you can do that any night, right? But like if you're going to do Yo, why something. Why do you hate birthdays so much? Yeah. I don't hate birthdays. You're, everything. you're anti-birthday. I'm not anti-birthday. What are you talking about? How, how can you be anti-birthday? Leave us alone to celebrate. If our birthday's on a Wednesday, I want to turn up on a Wednesday. I'm just telling you that it's not right. Why? Most people on their birthday don't celebrate it on their birthday. Yeah, maybe you get a card, right? But if you're going to do something. Do. We well, the do right way to do it. Is you celebrate on your birthday and then you go out on the weekend and celebrate it again with your friends. But that's the celebration. You. When you get together with your friends, I that's agree. the celebration. But you're that's still celebrating birthday. your birthday, so it's still the same thing. And it's what you're agreeing with me. No, I'm not. Am I? Yes. <laughs> Am I? <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the Willy Wonka experience <laughs> in Glasgow, Scotland is uh, still like. So huge online. They're calling it Firefest for kids. 
Oh my God, amazing. So <laughs> it's the Willy Wonka chocolate experience, and they promised this like wonderful fantasy land, like oh, yeah. go inside and enjoy Willy Wonka's factory and all this stuff. Yeah. And then when the kids and parents arrived, it was a near empty warehouse with really like terrible looking props just scattered all like over they got, the place. Like, inflatables from like Canadian Tire. Type barely, of barely got inflatables. It was a lot of black curtains with one mirror and then somebody dressed like up to, tables, to, right? to, to scare the kids. Picnic tables. Um, and kids received after the experience uh, the, the story was one jelly bean. Um, kids were crying parents were screaming and the police were eventually called because of of the amount of parents who were demanding a refund Uh, but here is uh, the guy who actually was hired to play Willy Wonka we were told on the uh, experience to hand out a jelly bean one jelly bean uh, per child um, and a quarter of a cup of Tesco's own brand lemonade. Oh my god! That was what the children got. No, no chocolate. There was no chocolate to be had at this chocolate factory, which I really think they missed the trick. Because if there's ever a an event to sell chocolate, um, I'd say it was this one. But no, they went with um, a single jelly bean and a and a quarter of a glass of lemonade. <laughs> It's not Willy Wonka's lemonade factory, bro. Have you seen the pictures of this place? Yeah, horrible. Horrible. And the the one the, the lady that they had looking the like uh, Oompa Loompa. Yeah. Sat like depressed. I know. I know. Depressed. I, know. I yeah. would throw hands. Absolutely. Yeah. Give me my money back. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, the reboot. Uh, were you a fan of the Naked Gun movies? Yeah, they're yeah. fun. So the, so the reboot ha- finally has a release date, which is oh. July 15th, 2025, mm-hmm. uh, taking over uh, the role of Detective Frank Drebin will be Liam Neeson. Oh, okay. Amazing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Okay. The comedic chops on that guy. Right. Now so he's perfect for it. Very, for you're right. Very, very much looking forward to that. So that'll be great. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Tish uh, Cyrus was seen for the first time since the scandal broke that maybe she stole her daughter's boyfriend. Uh, oh, right. she was yeah, yeah, she was yeah. driving out of a parking garage when the paparazzi were there and mm-hmm. her windows were up and they they didn't ask anything and she didn't answer anything. Uh, but the story for uh, anybody who missed it, uh, Tish Cyrus, who was Billy Ray's um, ex, Miley Cyrus's mom. Mm-hmm. The story is that she, when she married Dominic Purcell, the actor who's 54 years old, the story is that um, she stole Dominic from her 24-year-old daughter and then got hooked up because Noah and the brother Brayson were not at um, Tish's wedding. And then there was another source that said Miley actually hired security for her mother's wedding in case Noah tried to crash the wedding. Damn. So she wasn't even allowed in, not let alone Is anybody not being invited. I know! Right? That's my man. And I don't um, know what's going on on the other side, but now a lot of people are pointing out the fact that when Miley uh, was at the Grammys a mm-hmm. couple of weeks ago, she thanked her mom Tish and her sister Brandy, but not her dad, not Noah, not hmm. any of the other kids. She only Ooh. thinks she thinks two family members. And then remember, she was like, "Am I leaving anybody out?" No, right? Yeah, <gasps> trauma. Oh, right. So I don't know what's going on in that family. Do you guys remember um, a few dirty. years ago? Didn't Diddy do the exact same thing? 
he, like his kid, one of his sons was dating someone. Yes. And then Diddy came in. Yes, right. And scooped her up. Right. I forgot about that. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things doing these in the yeah, news for yeah, right now, yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, back, like, I don't know how many yeah, years ago. It was, it was Lori Harvey, wasn't it? No, it wasn't Lori Harvey. Yeah, yeah. He is, his son was dating Lori Harvey, and then he rumored that he was dating Lori Harvey. I think it was. You're yeah, right. Man. I think it was Lori Harvey. Yeah. yeah. And then Michael B. just beat them all to it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And then and Michael B. wasn't then, even enough. Yeah. Is she dating anyone now? Lori Harvey? I don't think so. Uh, I think Damson L. Uh, Damson something is his name. Yeah, Damn. he's dating somebody. Damn. The Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, today's the day in Ontario that uh, gambling ads will no longer feature any celebrities, former athletes, anybody like that. Uh, even if you are retired, it doesn't work. Um, yeah, stop blowing up my phone, everyone. <laughs> All these companies <laughs> reaching out. Former athlete. Uh, you want to... Officials have said uh, that the move aims to, quote, help safeguard children and youth who can be particularly susceptible to such advertising content. So uh, you wouldn't even you wouldn't be allowed to do it. I know. Can't do it. I can't. You just said. No. List, I know. Run the list again. Anybody, if you, basically, if you're well-known, celebrity, former athlete, anything. Former athlete. You can't do it. Former athlete. Retired, yes. <laughs> Retired from what? Athleting? Yeah. All, all of it. All Everything. athletics. Yes. Retired. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah? I can't. Sorry, gambling can't. sites. No? No. Won't throw a ball with your boy? No, you can't. I mean, no? yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. tough. Oh, okay. Just like I just don't compete anymore. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. Right. Retire on a high. Yeah. Right, John? I can't, can't relate. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I, thought, I thought you were one of those dads where you're like, you want somebody to throw the ball back at you? There's the garage door. <laughs> <laughs> the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Podcast. Uh, Rebecca Ferguson, who is just awesome. She's in the new Dune movie. Mm-hmm. Um, I love her from... Did you ever watch Silo? You never watched that show, Silo. Mm-hmm. Did you no. get around to that, Sham? I did. Silo? I love Silo. It was Sorry. on Apple, right? right. Apple. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so sh- she's a just awesome. Yeah. And she was sitting down doing a, uh, a podcast interview where she was talking about one of her co-stars and how much of a nightmare they were didn't say the movie didn't say who Hmm. and tells a story of how she had to handle this individual on set so listen to this when do you think you've been proudest of using your own voice i did a film with an absolute idiot of a co-star and this human being was being so insecure and angry because this person couldn't get the scenes out. And I think I was so vulnerable and comfortable that I got screamed at and I would cry walking off set. This person would literally look at me in front of the whole crew and say, you call yourself an actor. This is what I have to work with. What, what is this? And I stood there just breaking. This happens. But because this person was number one on a call sheet, there was no safety net for me. So no one had my back. And I remember the next day I walked on and I said, you get off my set. It's the first time I've ever spoken. I remember being so scared. And I looked at this person and I said, you can F off. I'm going to work towards a tennis ball. I never want to see you again. And then I remember the producers came up and said, you can't do this to number one. We have to let this person be on set. And I said, but the person can turn around and I can act to the back head. Wow. And I did. I was so scared. I feel feel it now and I'm saying it. But from that moment, I have never let myself get to a point when I've got home and gone, what did I, why did that happen? So she has clarified to say that it was not Tom Cruise. Uh-huh. Because they were in, she was in Mission Impossible. Yes, and it was oh, not Hugh Jackman. Greatest showman. Okay, she but she's also worked with Chris Hemsworth, uh-huh. Ewan McGregor, uh-huh. Meryl Streep, uh-huh. Hugh Grant, Emily Blunt, Wait, could this and Jake be, Gyllenhaal. Could it be any of the cast from Dune, you think? 
No, because she was talking. The way it sounded was that this was this this has had happened in the past. Um, huh. So a lot of people are saying that it's Jake Gyllenhaal because they pulled a quote from him in one of his older interviews where he said, uh, uh, talking about uh, Jake Gyllenhaal believes um, one of the a sign of the times uh, when it comes to people saying it's because it seems to me that anybody feels that they can be an actor nowadays. So and, he go, and he goes, yeah, people just say, how hard can it be? So they, they're sort of tying that mm-hmm. into it. Um, but she also starred with The Rock in the Hercules movies. And so Dwayne The Rock Johnson saw this story yesterday and then immediately went to social media uh-huh. to comment on this and said, uh, hate seeing this, but love seeing her stand up to BS. He goes on to say, Rebecca was my guardian angel sent from heaven on our set. I love that woman. I'd like to find out who this is. What if, what if she hits back with, like, look in the mirror, DJ? Yeah, right? So now everybody online is trying to figure out who... Going through the co- IMDb who, who and, this, like, looking up old interviews. Who this co-star is. But you said Hugh Grant on that list, right? Yeah. And he's known to be an angry guy. He very much is known to be really? an angry guy, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What movie did they do together with Hugh Grant? I don't remember what that was. And then I guess you have to, like, go go in as well to make sure that they had, oh. a, that, that they had scenes together and all this other stuff, too, right? Lawrence cool. Foster Jenkins. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, so that's happening, hmm. which is crazy. Uh, I don't know what's going on with um, uh, Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin, but they were seen, they took their Cybertruck to church the other day. Mm-hmm. And then Stephen Baldwin, uh, Haley's dad, posted a picture and he wrote, Christians, please, when you think of Justin and Haley, take a moment to offer a little prayer for them to have wisdom protection and draw close to the Lord. And so the dad writes this and everybody's like, well, what is that? What's going on mean? with them? Yeah. Like, what's going on with, with Haley and Justin? I haven't heard anything. Is anybody, anything going on in the, in, the, in the church world, Shem, that, no. that would make its way to you? I'm going to text my minister right now. Yeah. Find out. Well, it wasn't in the newsletter? No, no. They, like... Would have been a message from God. So I don't know. I've heard some things online that like they're trying to have a kid. And they oh, can't. Oh, okay, okay. So it could be that. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Maybe that's Be- what it Bieber's is. Bieber's birthday is maybe. tomorrow, too. Is it really? Yeah. Yeah. 30. Maybe. He hasn't posted since February 15th. Yeah. yeah. Maybe. Could be that. Huh. Interesting. I never thought. I never thought about that. But you don't hear about that. Like the, you don't go to the. You don't get that in the newsletter, Shem. No. And no. you know, sometimes when I sit and pray, I, I ask. I ask about the Biebers. You do. Yeah. Did you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what normally do you do? You want to know? Like like big life things or just frivolous things? Frivolous. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah. 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 What do they eat for breakfast? Yeah, I would be curious about that too. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I really would. I interviewed <laughs> Justin Bieber one time, and uh, I didn't know, but the executive producer of the show I was working for made a deal with the record company that I I wouldn't. Have Ask any personal questions, and, oh, and, great. And, oh, no. and it never got, that message never got to me, uh-huh. right? And so I only asked personal questions. And I remember Wait, which era of Bieber? Like, do you remember how old he was? It was. Uh, I'm trying to think. Like rebellious era. He or, the, he was with Selena Gomez. Oh my God, oh, so, so super young. Yeah. yeah. Oh my God, he was still a child. Yeah. You grilling this kid? Yeah, he, no, I wasn't grilling him. I wanted What'd you to ask. Well, I, he, listen, we were talking about his house, right? Yeah. And I asked him like how much his gas bill was. He don't know that. He's and a child. That's what I said. I was fascinated with the fact that he doesn't like. Uh, I was curious as to whether he's actually ever paid a bill. He's got people in his that's, organization to help him with that, that, which is fascinating to me. 
which is fascinating so to me. Oh, he answered all the questions, yeah. but started getting really weird and uncomfortable. And then, well, yeah. and then afterwards, the the producer I was with got in real trouble because I just didn't follow along with what I was supposed to ask. Uh-huh. But I didn't even know, so I just was like talking about how much money he had and oh. how much his gas bill was and whether he even knows how to pay a bill and all of this then. stuff. But he was living in a mansion. What's I'm curious hell? about that stuff when you're when you're 16 and rich. Like this. Do you not ever learn how to pay a bill? Are you just for your for your entire life you're going to rely on people to just pay your water bill? Wouldn't that like? Be do you ever rich? learn? Yes. Right. Okay. I don't know. At that age, when he started out, he was like a, a child, literal yeah. child, right? He's yeah. 13 years old. Yeah. So of course he's going to have people, right, who work for him, right, with him, right. Don't worry. Right. JB, you just concentrate on the music. You just concentrate on the celebrity right. life. We got everything else handled. Right. And when he was younger, there was nothing Bieber loved more than bossing adults around. Uh-huh. Oh, like he was the boss. And just. Of course, he was the money machine. No, I know. But like telling them, like, like he would like, I was in the room one time where somebody in his entourage was about to eat lunch off the table and told him to take something off their plate because they shouldn't be eating that. Oh. A grown up. What? Like a grown up. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And they took it off their plate. <laughs> I'm throwing it at him. <laughs> yeah, he loved bossing people around. Bieber very different now, but of but course. young Bieber uh-huh. nightmare, young and reckless. Yeah, young and reckless nightmare. Bieber now great guy. I've no nothing bad to say about Bieber, but Bieber when he was young, it was a trip being in that really? room because oh yeah. Yeah, it was just like you you watch this kid and then adults uh-huh. like like walking like on eggshells. It was super weird. Uh-huh. Like he's a 14, 15, 16 year old kid and he's all these adults in the room terrified. Like terrified. Well, yeah, it was a weird vibe. They were looking. It was like that's my paycheck. Such a weird vibe. Yeah, exactly. Right. Jeez. Yeah. Anyway, I hope Justin Bieber. So do I. Yes. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Roz and Mocha Show podcast. Catch the guys live weekday mornings from six to ten on Kiss ninety two five. Kiss ninety two five dot com or download the Kiss ninety two five app.